0: You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: This week on Tuning Out the News. Hot take enlists in the culture wars, arguing that Disney going woke betrays the values it championed with the racist caricatures on the It's a Small World ride. Then, Inside the Hill tutors Gen Z congressman Maxwell Frost on how to kill time during the daily three-hour Freedom Caucus vote on whether Kevin McCarthy is allowed to eat that day. But first, President Biden is under pressure to pass police reform, despite previously announcing a bold mission to create a crop that grows policemen. It's Thursday, February 2nd. Welcome to Tuning Out the News, the podcast Up First Big News.
2: Good evening, I'm host and the fun chaperone, James Smartwood. Top story, the police killing of Tyree Nichols has the nation wondering how best to tinker with the big violent gang we overpay to terrorize us. President Biden, or very possibly ChatGPT, issued this statement, real and lasting change will only come if we take action to prevent tragedies like this from ever happening again. That is why I called on Congress to send the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act to my desk. President Biden, of course, faces strong opposition from the most powerful person on earth, Joe Biden, like a minute ago.
3: The answer is not to defund the police, it's to fund the police. The answer is not to defund the police. The answer is to fund the police. The answer is not defund the police, it's fund the police.
2: Perhaps Biden is hoping that if we give police enough cash, they won't commit violence because it will be too much to wade through. Joining me now is Democratic strategist kicked out of Big Sisters of America for making her kid knock on doors for Tom Steyer, Lydia Parker.
0: Good evening.
2: Chief Washington Bureau Chief who frequently helplessly watches someone steal his food delivery, Jonathan Keene. Hello. Chief field correspondent who approaches the supermarket manager immediately upon entering to report that he is lost, James Smartwood Jr. Hey, Dad. Plus CBS News senior White House correspondent and tuning out contributor who included the phrase and this is a two-parter in her wedding vows, Ouija Jiang. Thank you so much for joining us, Ouija.
3: Great to be with you guys.
2: Absolutely. Now, coming to you first, the Congressional Black Caucus has invited Tyree Nichols' parents to the State of the Union and is urging Biden to discuss the incident in the State of the Union address when he's not declaring the COVID pandemic over inside the petri dish for the next strain. What is President Biden's path forward here?
3: The White House says that the president has already, you know, done what he can through executive action, and it really puts the burden on lawmakers to do more. So I think we should expect President Biden to talk about this during his second State of the Union, which will uh, unfold next week. And as you mentioned, uh, Tyree Nichols' family will be there. So it's really difficult to imagine that he won't talk about it and um, say you know, something to honor uh, their their son.
4: The silver lining to this
0: tragedy is we had no violent riots. Now, I'd hate to think of a bank window not making it
2: home to its family.
3: We all saw the Paul Pelosi video, we need cops to do what they do best. Mosey up to the door and say, hey, what's going on here?
2: I don't understand why our culture has such a soft spot for cops. Anyways, new show coming to CBS, check it out!
3: Tonight on Hero Justice Squad Justice Unit, Detective Jason Storm faces his toughest case yet. 9 p.m. only on CBS. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah, that, that sounds. Very that
2: now looming large over this debate with their hands on their holsters is the massive influence of police unions. According to Open Secrets, police unions and associations have spent over $48 million on state lobbying and contributed almost 71 million to state-level candidates and committees in the last decade alone. That figure seems high until you factor in the retirement savings from cops willfully dying of COVID. Luis, with a police union this strong, can we expect an historically major victory like mandating a less menacing shade of tank paint?
3: Well, you're absolutely right. And, you know, politicians, elected officials, are really nervous sometimes about appearing soft on crime, about giving their opponents an opening um, if they do support police reform to say, That uh, candidate, that lawmaker, doesn't care about fighting crime.
5: Hey, the police union also does good things, like provide health coverage when a cop breaks his hand trying to punch through an innocent motorist's sternum.
2: It does raise the question whether this nation needs to seriously reevaluate its reverence for cops. I mean, is the police state just reinforcing our racial caste system here? Tonight, on an all-new Hero
3: Justice Squad Justice Unit, Detective Jason Storm is back, and he's investigating four pervert cartoon news anchors who criticize police unions because they hate America. 9 p.m. only on CBS. Awesome. Did that. Promo, just attack us directly? It did it. It's just a normal promo for a show about how cops are heroes and cartoon news anchors should be team players and move on. 9 p.m. only on CBS.
2: Storm's going to wreck some fools. Okay, uh, moving on here. Donald Trump has finally breached the thin membrane of crab butter covering every entrance to Mar-a-Lago and hit the campaign trail, delivering speeches in New Hampshire and South Carolina. Meanwhile, the news media and Republicans continue to predict Trump's demise, a conclusion appearing to rely exclusively on other news media and Republicans predicting Trump's demise.
3: There's such exhaustion with him. I don't think Donald Trump can win a national election.
6: He'll lose again. Someone who can't move
2: votes.
3: He can't win a general election. He actually looks pretty tired. He's fading fast.
2: Yes, CNN, nothing says fading like six current results for the word Trump alone on the front page of CNN.com. Trump is political
5: poison, and Republican voters won't eat poison, except for the thousands who swallowed horse Wormer because Trump told them to.
2: Well, with Trump's return to the campaign trail, it's now time to condemn him in the hot tub we bought with profits from the obscene ratings he delivered us in our new segment, Trump is Bad. Oh, buddy, Trump is bad. He's bad for the country, you know. This thing is the perfect temperature. Mm-hmm. Oh perfect. Yes, he's a
0: stain on the country, and ooh... Wow, I just felt that foot jet. That is nice. Yep. Oh, yeah.
3: Trump, bad. Man, there is nothing better than sitting in a jacuzzi with your new purebred designer hunting falcon. Isn't that right, Duke? Duke is a squirrel. Well, perhaps the falcon dealer ripped me off big time. Either way, there is no deeper relationship than that between a man and his falcon. Mm-hmm. Duke has transformed me, my sense of the environment, my instincts.
2: Truly, what... Are you talking about? I, I'm in a hot tub too. No, you're not, Junior. That's clearly the capital behind you. What are you, you guys talking about? Uh,
3: is Trump. So you're not criticizing police, right? No, no. no. of course not. Uh. Oh? All no. see you guys later.
2: Hey, we can still see you on the screen. What? We can still see you on the screen. I'm
3: slow. These bones ain't what they used to be. Bones? What are you talking about? Look, just don't just do not say anything bad about the police, okay? Jeez, yeah, it's fine. Oh, and it. did I tell you to watch Hero Justice or whatever it's called? You absolutely did. It's on CBS at yeah, 9. Yeah. Storm. Detective Storm is on the case, and okay. he's
2: All right. And that is Trump is bad. Well, I smell s'mores, so that's all the time we have. Sorry we didn't have time for Congressman George Santos trying to convince a skeptical Kevin McCarthy that his campaign had a ton of money because he won Who Wants to Be a Millionaire?
1: Up next on Tuning Out the News, the podcast, the conservative panelists of Hot Take find themselves on the front lines of the culture wars. But first, a word from our sponsor.
4: (music) Hello, the video game for white women.
1: Welcome back. This week on Tuning Out the News, host Tyler Templeton and the panelists of Hot Take attempted to own the libs by defending the latest victims of woke culture, including the Xbox, Splash Mountain and DirecTV. Hey, it's
6: host who's trained his body to drift like a cool car, Tyler Templeton, alongside co-host who prays nightly to God to not make another Godzilla, Bonnie Davis co-host who needs blaring parade music or her blood forgets to march around her body, Susan Shepard, and co-host whose off-brand cologne makes his moles grow crazy fast, Austin Sparks. Let's blow through the debt ceiling just so Kevin McCarthy's credit score goes to zero. This is Hot Take. What's up, underpants, mold force? Folks, just because you've never done a tour overseas doesn't mean you can't get PTSD when M&Ms get less sexy. It's time for some dispatches from The Culture Wars! First up, Microsoft Xbox. Microsoft has joined the radical far left by slightly lowering our mass murder simulation toys power usage according to their website, Xbox will schedule game, app, and OS updates for your console at specific times that may result in lower carbon emissions. This could potentially save you money. How dare you push socialism on my Xbox? It's gonna become lazy and play video games all day. Get off your ass, Xbox, and get a job! Luckily, I'm fighting back against woke cost-saving measures by creating this, ultra-inefficient Xbox. Plug it in here. This hog will tie up your metropolitan city's electrical grid as it heats up to a cool 1,000 degrees so you can speed up our patriotic apocalypse. And if you're tough enough to get naked in front of it, it doubles as a sauna heater.
5: Look, this Xbox thing is a slippery slope to kids caring about other people. What next? Xbox telling me I'm not the only person on Earth and everyone else isn't a hologram here to serve me?
6: It's sick. That's right, hologram. Next up, Disney World. Disney World, founded by woke liberal activist, anti-Semite Walt Disney, has given in to cancel culture and closed the popular Splash Mountain ride just because Splash Mountain features music and characters from the controversial 1946 film Song of the South. Look, it's crucial for kids to learn the complicated racial history of this country through the lens of log flume rides and log flume rides only.
4: Exactly! We can't just pretend this ride didn't have a complicated legacy, or we'll never be able to move forward as a theme park!
5: Plus, they're changing the ride to a theme from The Princess and the Frog, which I assume, using my imagination, is about humans and frogs going to town on each other. We can't expose kids to what's on loop in my head!
6: Up next, Direct TV. DirecTV dropped the conservative Newsmax network because of a carriage-fee dispute. But we know the truth. A far-right network is being discriminated against just for being too expensive and no one watching it. That led our leader, General George S. Patty Melt, Donald Trump, to issue this military decree. The radical left seems to have taken over the mind and soul of AT&T for DirecTV to drop very popular Newsmax without explanation, will not be accepted. I, for one, will be dropping all associations with AT&T and DirecTV, and I have plenty. That's capitalism, baby! Companies should be free to do whatever they want, except when we don't like it and feel like we're about to cry, which I never do, Dad!
4: Where am I supposed to get my conservative media now? The Internet? Facebook? TikTok? AM radio? Podcasts? Newsletters, The other right-wing channels, TV carries. Where?
1: Yeah! Direct TV is about to lose so many customers that only installed a big satellite on their roof so they could watch Greg Kelly. That's a thing that actually happened a lot. A lot
6: at least. The left claims to love education, but they're shutting down the only network featuring anchors clearly still learning to read the words on their teleprompters. Yeah, and
5: need I remind you, two or three thousand years ago, the Romans didn't want to pay a carriage fee to a little conservative media corporation named Jesus Christ.
6: Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and that's the, whoops, and that's the latest from the front lines of the Culture war.
1: When Tuning Out the News returns, the panelists of Inside the Hill pass on their years of upper-class wisdom to self-made Gen Z Congressman Maxwell Frost. That's ahead. This week... On Tuning Out the News, the newly elected 26-year-old Congressman Maxwell Frost of Florida joined Inside the Hill to discuss the epidemics of police and gun violence in America and get a quick crash course on establishment politics.
4: Tonight, we show Gen Z Congressman Maxwell Frost how to fit in with his congressional colleagues by addressing Steny Hoyer as my esteemed colleague before telling him he's wearing his underwear over his pants.
5: Let's go Inside the Hill.
4: I'm and my Hamptons house sofa is bigger than most bounce houses.
5: I'm Rich Ballard, and news of sweeping massive layoffs is my Viagra.
4: Joining us is Wall Street Journal columnist who thinks art loses something when it gets returned to its homeland, Eleanor Palmer. Hello.
5: And Princeton history professor who does a little skip when he remembers that Dalmatians are real, Dr. Ike Bloom. Good evening.
4: Let's jump in. Two high-profile mass shootings just days apart have President Biden demanding action from the group that refused To quit unless a single thing gets in their way, Congress.
3: My buddy Diane Feinstein introduced her Senate weapon assault weapons ban. I am asking you all to send that to my desk as quickly as you can. It's really needed badly.
4: I'm sorry, but there's no way to pass a law that has the support of a majority of Americans. It's not a bill to spend a trillion dollars on untraceable military spending.
5: And such a measure may be designed to help kids, but it could banish the kids of gun manufacturers to a dreaded life of a middle-class upbringing.
4: For shame. Here to discuss is newly elected Democratic Congressman Maxwell Frost of Florida. Thank you for joining us, Congressman.
7: Yeah, thanks for having me on sarah
4: of course congressman you rose to national prominence when you became the national organizing director for march for our lives and now you're a vice chair of the house gun violence prevention task force can you credibly represent all your constituents and not just the small sliver who don't want to be gunned down at a farmer's market
7: well i 100 can sarah and i'll say it's not just the small sliver right most of my constituents one action on gun violence prevention. that's why they elected me uh, with an overwhelming uh, majority. you know this is one of the issues that I ran on is ensuring that we can live in a world where we all have the freedom to live without being gunned down at a restaurant, a grocery store, et etc.
4: The Constitution and its many amendments, including the second, are sacred and were never meant to be revised, altered, or amended.
0: Let me say this, gun violence is a central part of the American fabric, and if we take it away, we'll have an identity crisis. I don't want America finding itself backpacking in Rome when I'm there.
5: Very good point. Let's move on to the brutal killing of Tyree Nichols by members of the Memphis Police Department's so-called Scorpion Unit, because Scorpions are known for their cool-headed, nuanced public service.
4: Meet the Press host Chuck Todd took a rare break from apologizing for existing to ask House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan about policing, an unfamiliar topic since he's never called them even when abused wrestlers asked him to.
3: What action would you like to see Congress Well, I don't know
5: that there's any law that can stop that evil that we solve. I don't know that any law any training any reform is going to change you know they they, they, this man was handcuffed they continued to beat him
4: that's right if cops do something bad nothing can be done if hunter biden takes a dick pic we need to call in the air force
5: now congressman frost is congressman jordan right that laws won't help or is he simply going through his nihilistic nothing matters goth phase
7: he's going through that goth phase. i mean look and it's not just a phase this has been his politics right we believe right we're an institution where we're passing laws because we believe they can affect the way that our country works they can positively impact working families and all people in this country i mean imagine if uh generations ago when the civil rights movement was at its peak and people were fighting for justice if people like jim jordan said laws are not going to do anything it's just human nature there's just evil in the world I wouldn't be on the show with y'all, and in fact, Dr. Bloom wouldn't be either.
0: By labeling these acts as evil, Congressman Jordan is evoking the great mythic quests of Tolkien and Jules Verne, where, when the brave heroes confront evil, they just sort of let evil do its thing.
4: Now, Congressman, you didn't follow the traditional path of running for Congress, which is having the same last name as a legendary nine-term patriarch. According to your website, a victim of the system and enmeshed in trying circumstances, my biological mother was caught in a cycle of drugs, crime, and violence while pregnant. As the mother of seven, she made the difficult decision to put me up for adoption because she lacked the resources to care for and raise another child. Congressman, it sounds to us like if someone who overcame what you overcame landed in Congress at 25, the system works perfectly fine.
7: Yeah, if anything, you're an example of out of control class mobility. That's not the case, right? Just because one person makes it up, right? Or because one person is able to overcome circumstances to become a member of Congress or or this and that does not mean that we're in a good place for the majority of people in this country. Our goal should be Everybody having the resources they need, everybody being in a position where they have, the, you know, health care, housing and the ability to just live their life. So we can't just look at, you know, the anecdotal story of one person, one guy, uh, one black rich person, et cetera, and paint that as, you know, use a brush to paint that with the whole society. It's just that's not how it works. We have to look at everybody. And the fact of the matter is, and when we look at the numbers, Ah, uh, there's a lot of work that needs to be done in terms of the economy, in terms of gun violence, in terms of housing, and et cetera, for all of our people.
0: I think George Santos is more impressive than Congressman Frost. Sure, Congressman Frost has an inspiring biography, but Congressman Santos had to bust his hump to concoct his own
4: and it gets worse. The majority of Congressman Frost contributors are small-dollar donors. He's going to fight for increased education funding so that people learn even bigger numbers to send him. It's not right! It's Oh, a calm
5: down, up. Eleanor. It's Eleanor, come on. Come on. Oh, goodness.
4: Sorry about that, Congressman. She got into the chocolate again.
5: Now, Congressman, you're 26 years old and did not attend an elite boarding school with dictator's progeny. In other words, you're a no nothing dunce, but we're here to help.
4: It's t- time for some Inside the Hill Private Tutoring, Congress Edition.
5: We'll ask some questions to prepare you for the congressional journey ahead. We hope you don't find this condescending. It's supposed to be patronizing. You ready?
7: Yes, I'm excited to learn.
4: Great. Okay, first question. In the congressional commissary, you see a seat open next to a congressman. Do you, A, ask if you can join them, or... B. Find another seat since they're obviously leaving space for their colostomy bag.
7: C. Grab my food and go back to my office and eat there. Good luck eating after seeing that bag.
4: Next question. You're in the House of Representatives and hear an alarm. Does that mean A. It's time for a vote? Or B. Lauren Bobert's Beretta set off the metal detector?
7: Well, nowadays it could be either one, uh, but usually the buzz on the clock
5: means it's a vote. Now, next question. What is the most urgent health crisis? Is it A, millions without health insurance, or B, insurance companies refuse to pay for news anchor's third elective nose job? That's a hard one, but I'm going to have to go with A.
1: Wrong!
5: Next question. You hear yelling in the halls of Congress. Is it A, two lawmakers debating raising the debt ceiling, or B, Matt Gates yelling at an airline operator that a teen's library card should count as ID? Uh... B's probably happened, but I'll go with A. Trick question. Spirit Airlines doesn't check ID. Alright, last question. You're in a top-secret briefing about an approaching megavirus. Do you A, call on the CDC to take action, or B, call your stockbroker and tell them to immediately buy stock in embalming chemicals? Well, because I own no stocks, I'm going to go with A. It's like an alien, like talking to an alien.
4: You have so much to learn. And that's Inside the Hill Private Tutoring, Congress edition.
5: Well, I got to go outbid someone on eBay for a harpoon. So that's all the time we have.
4: Thank you to our analysts and Congressman Maxwell Frost. Thank you, Congressman.
1: Thank
7: you so much for having me on.
4: Of course.
1: After the break. Inside the Hill explains why 89-year-old Senator Dianne Feinstein's political career is just getting started. Stick around.
5: Equinox, because it's scary seeing poor people get strong.
4: Welcome back. Raw Story recently asked Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein if she's running for re-election for a Senate term that will end in 2030, when she is 96 years old. Um, Feinstein thought aloud, I don't know. It's next year, Feinstein continued, so there's time.
5: Now, some power-hungry jackals read the stories about Feinstein's alleged brain liquefaction and just had to announce runs for her seat.
4: To that, we here at Inside the Hill say, Diane Feinstein, you have to run for re-election.
5: That's right, we need the wisdom and vital caste system-preserving congressional inaction that comes with having a 200-year-old member of Congress.
4: We understand that centuries from now, Diane Feinstein's portal coil could give out. That's why we're teaming up with Boston Dynamics to turn her into a cybernetic robotic forever crab.
5: Its precision grip pincers are perfect for squeezing the heads of young climate activists.
4: And it can burrow into the sand when there's a vote on transformative legislation.
5: Plus it has four
1: USB outlets.
5: Run, run,
4: crab, crab run. run! Good night, everyone!
1: Until next week, this has been Tuning Out the News, the podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, please give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. Watch Stephen Colbert Presents Tuning Out the News on Comedy Central, Wednesdays after The Daily Show. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.